Hello everybody and welcome to Letterbox Book Club. My name is Claire. And I'm Mackenzie. And today we will be discussing <clears throat> the second book in the standalone Never After series by Emily McIntyre. McIntyre, whatever. Vector. Scarred. 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 The Lion King retelling. Not quite retelling, but taking the likeness of yeah, the themes inspiration. of inspiration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Inspired by. If I you love The Lion King though. Oh. Mm. Anyway. Um, before we even begin with the blurb, uh, as per usual, Emily oh, yes. is a responsible author and has provided a list of triggers, uh, content warnings for this book. So if you are uncomfortable with any of these, feel free to click away. But if you're continuing, I assume you would have read the book and it wouldn't bother you anyway. Scarred content warning. Graphic sexual scenes. What was that? Sorry, I saw <laughs> over my grave. <laughs> <laughs> Graphic violence slash gore. Torture. Murder, physical assault, sexual assault, extreme physical bullying, child abuse. Yeah, I said as well when you read this out to me a few weeks ago. I was like, oh, like that's just covering your bases. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is good. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't think anything was like triggering in it. Yeah, but yeah, I think it's just responsible, and especially on the Kindles, because I think I suppose they can just add pages, you know, and update it as they go. Perhaps yeah. I don't know how it works. But I know in the physical books, obviously, I think you're going in completely blind. But for Kindle, at least, it's very, very good and responsible. You can just click a link and it goes to her website. Easy peasy. All right, blurb. I will blurb us up. Okay. She doesn't belong to him. She belongs to the crown. Prince Tristan Farsa was never destined for the throne. That was always his brother, Michael. The same brother responsible for both Tristan's tormented childhood and the scar that mars his face. When their father dies, Michael is set to assume the throne and Tristan is set to steal it. The leader of a secret rebellion, Tristan will stop at nothing to end his brother's reign. But when Michael's new betrothed, Lady Sarah Betro, arrives, Tristan finds himself in the middle of a new kind of war, the kind that begs the question of what's more important, the crown or the woman about to wear it. Sarah has one plan, marry the king and eradicate the Farsa line, even at the risk of her own peril. But she never expects the scarred prince. He's dangerous, forbidden, and one of the men she's been sent to kill. But the line between hatred and passion has never seemed so thin, and as secrets come to light, Sarah grows unsure of whom she can trust, torn between vengeance and the villain she was never supposed to love. Love that. Thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Kenzie. I loved this book. Yes. <laughs> also, sorry, talking a little bit quiet just because Kenzie's son is having a, a nappity nap. Yes, yeah, he's nap time. <laughs> Um, I just got a text from Specsavers. <laughs> Hang on. Have you ever been to Specsavers? No, it says Michael confirming your eye test appointment tomorrow at 11 o'clock. I'm not Michael. Just <laughs> say no so that when he goes in. <laughs> <laughs> just cancel his appointment. <laughs> no, but that was just the most... All right, sorry. I thought it was a funny moment. It had. To... It just happened. Sorry to interrupt you, Kenzie. Go on. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I loved this book. I think it had all things that I love in a book. It had spice, it had romance, it had adventure and swords. Betrayal. Betrayal. Um, it had swords. And swords. <laughs> <laughs> um, it had tattoos. Tattoos. Um, morally, morally um, evil tattooed men. Great men. <laughs> it had a bit of a mystery. Um, I it had a bastard child. <laughs> You're just naming every single <laughs> book element that you know. <laughs> it um, happened at night time. It had twists and turns. <laughs> um, I called a couple of things. Misdirection. Yeah, there was only one thing at the very end that I was like, 
Oh. I don't know that. Should have known that. What was it? Um, who Simba is. Yes. <laughs> Simon. Yeah. How did you not get it from the get-go? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I had a dumb moment as well. I thought... <laughs> I don't know, I had a moment where I forgot it was like just the Lion King and we know how, you know, Scar is against Mufasa, blah, yeah. blah, blah. In this book, when they were talking about like the rebel king has like sent a message by beheading somebody, mm. I'm like, I thought this was going to be a moment where the rebel king was the, like a third party. Oh, so yeah. like Tristan and Michael have to come together <laughs> to defeat them, but no, it was Tristan. Yeah, I knew. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, so the rebel king is Tristan. Yeah, no. Um, And... Oh, I LOL'd, laughed out loud when I found out that the last name was Farsa because Michael Farsa, M Farsa. I was like, Mufasa, 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 Mufasa. Yeah, so that's all. <laughs> Loved it. All right, cool. Yeah, my thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Yeah, I enjoyed it as well. I really liked the high society setting, yes. bourgeoisie-esque. Ooh. <laughs> yes, we love a big word every now and then. The language and the dialogue how they talk you know again very high society sophisticated language yeah i again sometimes i forget that the point of this book is that it is a dark romance and i just at times really grossed out and pissed off by tristan's behavior but like that's the point yeah he is a very selfish person and possessive and crazy and yeah i love a good i just love the lion king in general so i really did enjoy this book yeah again yeah enjoyed the twists and turns Although I did not enjoy the fact that, like Hooked, it had that recycled plot of, oh, you're ki- you killed my father, so I'm going to kill you. Yeah. But then now you killed my father, so I'm going to kill you. And I just, I don't know, maybe because I read this just after Hooked and we just, and that was something that we discussed. And so, like, I'm just a little bit over it at that point. Like, reading it back to back, I'm like, it seems like it's not hitting as hard to me. Yeah. But I still really did enjoy the book. I liked trying to pick out the character references to who they were in The Lion King. And yeah, it was great. But I also love, on the internet in general, you know how there's discourses, I think back in the Tumblr days primarily, <laughs> but they would have threads of like why villains were justified in their actions or oh, like they yeah. weren't that bad all along. Yeah. Amongst that, there would be conversation about how everyone had a headcanon that Mufasa was always a bully to yeah. <laughs> And I think that that's kind of obviously yeah. what inspired this yeah, book. And to, yeah. Like, I could see it, and, but I really liked that yeah. it was, um, yeah, kind of Mufasa v. Scar, and Mufasa was more, know, yeah. Michael, sorry, was more of a dickhead. <laughs> I did like as well, I mean, this is just going to be a spoiler, but just go for in, it. like, re, like, I think we've done the other, like, Beauty and the Beast retelling, where you're like, oh, okay, I can see, like, where it's inspired, like, Ak- Akata. Yeah, it's like, I can see now where it's I inspired. Think of, now that I think about it, like, yeah, it's the inspiration's there. Now I don't feel like it's as hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so I was going to say, I like it when it's a retelling, but also like as you're reading it, you forget that you're meant to be like thinking about this whatever. But I did like at the end with the cliff. Yeah, yeah, and the fire, and the fire. Yeah, Yeah. and I was like, yeah, I see what you did there. Just the imagery. Yeah, it translated well. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty, I suppose we shall kick on into the bit of the plot. Unless you want to talk about characters first, I don't no, care. That's how we fine. Do Sorry, it. I'm yawning a lot. Because <laughs> I just had the lie, the little lie down with James. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. So we kick off with the prologue. Yes. And so Tristan and Michael's father, Michael Fasa the first, has just died. Mufasa, 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 has just died, and Michael has been crowned king. Funny enough that this is episode will be out probably like a week or so after the king's coronation. So we're, oh, we're inadvertently timing everything quite well. I feel like. So yeah, they're just yeah. The, their father just died. Michael's crowned king. 
they're in the process of grieving him mm. and trying to figure out the crown. Tristan has been established to like the outsider brother because he's like, he's like the rebel. He's prince. the spare heir, uh-huh. if you will, and yeah, he's the rebel brother. You know, tattoos, tattoos. very like dangerous, and yeah. he has a scar on his face. <laughs> of course, it wouldn't be a Lion King without like the scar. Yeah, I think their advisor is explaining to Michael that he needs to find a queen. Yes. So this is all about establishing, yeah, like a, a royal line, I guess. Yeah. So that's the prologue, essentially. Yeah. And Oh, it's dual point of view. Yes. So we have Tristan's point of view and we have Sarah's point of view. It took me a minute to realise who the Sarah character was meant to be based off of because it's the chick from the second Lion King movie. Yeah. Z- Zira, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I Who's like a minor character in the movie. But yeah, pretty yeah. much. Well, one of the main villains, but yeah. Yeah. In the second movie. But yeah, it took me a whole ass minute to realise who she was. Yeah. I felt like an idiot. That's okay. Um, yeah, so Sarah has been summoned, sent I forth, guess. put yeah. on a platter to be married to the king. I was like confused about how this came about, but then it's like the advisor is her cousin. Yeah. And she's been living with her uncle. So they've kind have of, that. like, have a secret plot themselves yeah. to, like, overrun the kingdom. So that's how they're like, okay, well, we've found this mm. suitable lady for yeah, you. Yeah, she is of nobility, so yeah. she would be able yeah. to. Oh, I did find it, like, a bit, like, the juxtaposition of, like, the uh, candles and the swords and stuff, but then they have automobiles. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what like century pick... are we in? <laughs> I think this was meant to be, like, 1910s-esque oh, okay. vibe. okay. So it kind of it's a bit of a a mesh between the mm. two, but yeah, it's like because I kept like imagining like Vow of Thieves, Dance of Thieves, like, like world esque, yeah, like medieval yeah, type. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But yeah, no, Sarah, her main motivation is that she wants to eradicate the fast the whole Farsa line because apparently her father they killed her daddy, allegedly killed allegedly, killed her yeah. dad, who is a nobleman. I think they live out in the Shadowlands. Yeah. Which is a very much squalor type, like yeah. very impoverished area. Yeah. And I think her father wanted assistance from... Yeah, he went to ask for help. And they said no. And then the story is that they killed him because of that. Yeah. But of course, we know the truth later on. So she is going into this with mind. Her intent is to marry Michael and then start assassinating everybody. Which is fair. Like, I'm all for women's... Violence. <laughs> yes. I'm all for the empowerment of women. Yes. So, yeah, that's her motivation. And, yeah, most of the book is just around her and Michael kind of getting to know each other, hosting events together and all that type of stuff. Officially um, proposing. Yeah, stuff. proposing, getting engaged, Which well, she doesn't even get down on one knee. No. Yeah, yeah, I just love the whole this turnaround that Michael is, like, just this abrasive asshole. <laughs> and he's, like, not good with... I guess women, or he's not taking this kind of role seriously. He's not seriously looking for a wife or a queen. Yeah. Um. He just, yeah. I don't know. He seems so blasé about it. Which I mean, in his right, he just he's just crowned king. His father has just died. Like, yeah. give him a chance to settle in his new in his role. New role yeah. yeah. But the job of the king is to provide heirs so that the line never dies. Yes, for sure. But of course, amongst this marriage arrangement, Tristan has to sink his little paws in well like 
I finds her intriguing. Yeah, he's enthralled. Enthralled, yeah. yes. Love that I word. don't think he actively sought her out. No, it was kind of like a glance across the room and it's like, yeah. you're interesting. Yeah, you are pretty. You are not what I expected. She seems tough. Yeah. And then does he kiss her? At some point, At yeah. At some point, yeah. Can't remember the exact. Yeah, I don't know. They have a lot of moments where they're sneaking out together, having yeah. sneaky moments, the tension yeah very and again like i think it said like this is a slow burn but i didn't think it was a slow burn i thought that it was like appropriately timed yeah 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 yeah. i'd I'd say so too otherwise every book with a love interest that they actually you know commit to the end otherwise every book is a slow burn yeah because they were yeah sure like sneaking around or whatever but i think yeah the tension was appropriately built and the timeline of their coming together if you will yeah or romance (laughs) yeah or romance yeah it was appropriately timed yeah I see discourses on TikTok about the overuse of the term slow burn because yeah, yeah because of that like it's this is a standalone book you if there is a romance involved you expect it to be happen to happen and resolve in the end mm. that is not a slow burn slow burn should be in like a series where it's like book 5 they I don't know kiss or something no, like, that hurts. <laughs> or is that too no, much No I think slow burn again back to even Akatar. In, even in a sec- in a second book perhaps. I think Akatar slow burn was done well like with the character being introduced in the first book and then sure. it's not until halfway through the second book sure that yeah. they get together yeah yeah and I suppose it also depends on how much like official time has passed yeah. between as well yeah I would agree yeah. with that whereas House of Night uh, there is a new boy in every book yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> a new love interest <laughs> or it ends with us, slow burn. Yeah. Yeah. More of like a reminiscent and then coming together, yeah. slow burn. Now I get, yeah, I, I just feel like, yeah, slow yeah. burn can be overused a lot. Yeah. But in a standalone book, as you said, it needs to be appropriately timed. While Kenzie is assisting her son, I'm just going to do a quick rundown of the characters in this book that we may mention or may forget to mention. Who knows? So we have Uncle Raph, who is Sarah's uncle. We have Xander, who is the head advisor to Michael, who is Sarah's cousin. We also have Simon, Michael's bastard son, um, and Kara is her mother, but Kara is hardly ever seen. Tristan, kind of like Scar in the first book, takes a, takes a liking to Simon, gives him advice and shelters him under his wing. It's a very nice, like, uncle, like a real uncle-nephew dynamic, which is really cute. We have Sheena. She's quite important. We have reginald but he i forget who he actually is but he does not last long in the book anyway so that's fine we also have edward tristan's personal guard especially in amongst the rebels we have timothy who is depicted kind of like timon and we have paul reminiscent of pumba (laughs) and we have ophelia as well she is quite important towards the end but we will get to that soon to really kick off the plot, there is an unofficial yeah, meeting ceremony with Michael and Sarah. Mm-hmm. And amongst that, there is drama. And this character named Reginald, I forget who how important he is, but he is killed <laughs> yes. by the Rebel King. Yes. He was beheaded. And the head was presented by a servant at the ceremony. Yeah. By a wench. By a wench. <laughs> and everyone's all up in arms about it because the Rebel King is slowly building his rebellion. Yeah. Of course. So that's the first of the many deaths that occur in this book. But ultimately, we all know Tristan is the Rebel King. Did you clock it straight away? Or? No, again, because oh, yeah, like, I said I yeah. thought that this was a third party, <laughs> being like an absolute moron. But then when Tristan was seen with the servant direct, 
through Sarah's point of view, like directing her and stuff and helping her escape. Like that's what I knew. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, Tristan would always catch Sarah in these moments because Sarah's trying to snoop around, trying to find the best way to get Michael alone or figure out the scope of the castle and the palace and all that type of stuff. So she's really trying to assess her situation before she starts making a move because it would be very suspicious if she stepped in and then just started murdering everybody. The king died. She needs to bide her time. Yes. So yeah, there's a lot of tense moments between Tristan and Sarah. Mm -hmm. And there's uh, tunnels in under the castle in the castle walls which is, and there's a few tense moments in I love there it. Well. I love a sneaky it's hot sneaky tunnel <laughs> sneaky tunnel romance <laughs> yeah. um, see so that's how their relationship sort of develops um, as I kind of said before Tristan and Simon have a very good even though it's the bastard son like uncle nephew dynamic yeah at first I thought that it was Tristan's son really yeah and then I was like oh no like it's no it's the it's Michael's. Yeah. Yeah. He has the claim to the throne. And Michael hides him away because of the whole bastardness yeah. aspect to it. Yeah. And just in general for Tristan, he has grown up, well, he's amused that he's grown up, like, pretty much bullied and outcasted in this castle just because mm. he is the second born, son. Yeah. Second born. And his father, it's implied that his father liked him more than Yeah, Michael, it yeah. seems they both have different perspectives of how their father's treated the other brother yeah. compared to them because yeah. which i feel like is like very true of like real life situations sure, like i yeah. feel like yeah a lot of siblings go through that like oh but like mum like did this for you and blah 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 and then they'll be like oh but mum did this for you like yeah yeah and yeah just add a royal setting to it where you have a l- the legitimate heir to yeah. like to you like you want to train them up and yeah. spend as Probably and not the, as much time with them, but you want to groom then I think, them into yeah, that role. And in that yeah, royal sense as well, that a lot of attention does go to the spare. Because, yeah, yeah it's like, well, your sibling is going to become yeah, I'm king. Tra- I'm training them, but I'm giving you, like, the normal yeah, life and yeah. the normal Yeah, because you're never going to be under, like, the same level of, like, scrutiny. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah, so they both have – Michael and Tristan have that sort of moment of hatred towards each other because Michael thinks his father spent more, like – actual like fatherly intimate moments mm. with Tristan whereas Tristan sees um their father spending time with Michael just yeah. because Michael is being yeah groomed to be the king yeah. one day like it's a different sort of attention and they yeah. both craved sort of each yeah, other's and it's also yeah because you have to learn how to you have to act differently as well like, yeah for outwardly. sure and yeah so Tristan was always kind of off on his own doing his own thing but in mm. doing so yeah he was being absolutely bullied by Michael and his friends yeah, being and, tortured. And that, tortured growing up and he tells the story to Sarah of his scar how did you think he got his scar I thought it was Michael oh yeah I mean yeah it was always known that Michael was yeah. going to do it but how like did you think it was going to be like a fire hot fire poker yeah I thought it was going to be something like bad yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course it was going to be bad, but yeah, I never expected a fire poker. Like, did you just think, like a sword or something? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I feel. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it was. It wasn't going to be as gruesome, even though it wasn't. I thought it's because burnt, it's like ultimately. a dark romance book, etc. Yeah, for sure. That it was going to be. Again, there were moments where I absolutely forgot it was a dark romance. Yeah. But that's on me. Um, and so Tristan has a lot of scars on his body from all these these types of little tortures he yeah. received as a child. And I thought as well, sorry, that that lends to why he has so many tattoos because he's probably trying to cover a lot yeah. of the scars. But no, I think he's just adding on, like he's already seen as like an outcast. He, what, what's a tattoo you're going to do? Yeah. Like how is it going to scrutinize his image even more? Yeah. I also thought... It seemed it was going this way, 
that Michael had, not Michael, Tristan had this sort of hit list of his bullies growing up and he was slowly killing them off, which is kind of true because I think it implied that Xander was a part of Michael's crew that were like torturing and harassing him. Same with Reginald, no, Reginald's old. There was like another person as well. Um, And there was a lot of implications that a lot of staff and other higher ups working for Michael and around just the castle that they've just ignored his abuse and the harassment he received so he has a very large chip on his shoulder amongst yes. everybody i guess i think as well like yes michael is an asshole etc and mm. like you can't forgive that but i think like having the expectation of like he's a young royal like mm-hmm. he's a young guy and he's king now and it's well it's like he's always expected to be king and now he is king and it's like how do you act <laughs> yeah i get that but also like you're an asshole so yeah fuck you <laughs> and it's not like he ever owned up to any of the bullying and harassment either it's like the bullies never realized that they were a bully yeah. or should we go to this protest dog cruelty march today sure why not? let's <laughs> go we'll cut this episode short at the end yeah like yeah bullies don't see themselves as hurting people yeah which I never, like, understood that. I mean, I understand, you know, f- just forgetting things that have happened in your life because I don't know what happened in primary school and shit like that. Yeah. But I suppose having trauma inflicted on you will stay with you more than you yeah. enacting it. Yeah. But yeah, and while the story is happening, we get a little plot line for Michael that he is going a little bit crazy because oh, he yes. is seeing the ghost of his father. The ghost of his father, yes. I found that so funny and I loved that Tristan was utilising the madness yes, and, and was like, like doing things. Yeah. yeah, he was like pretending he's seeing his father too and swearing to Michael like promise, tell no one that I'm going mad or yeah. something like that. That was great. Yeah. And then he was like, yeah, moving things around and stuff. That's, like. a, that's an awkward, weird brother bonding moment. Yeah. Even though Tristan is bullshitting. It was so good. And Tristan would also spend time at the Elephant Bones Tavern. I love that the, thing yes, is the uh, Elephant yes. Bones. Um, because that's where his rebellion is gathering. And he gives a lot of speeches there. A lot of those scenes, yeah, it's just him reassuring everybody that our time is coming to just be prepared, be patient, uh, be, be, be prepared. prepared. <laughs> <laughs> he even says it in the book yeah. and I loved it. <laughs> yeah, oh, I can... It's just the voice actor from Scar. Like, I could imagine it being just yeah. the entire yeah. time, like, the, the, the cadence in which he speaks and, like, the little drawl he has. Yes. Ugh, loved it you could just imagine it oh it was great and i just love the imagery of like one person one man or whatever having the like uh the power and like the physicality to just command a whole room yeah, like, yeah. i love that yeah that no, was so good it was spine tingling and sarah again also being intrigued by tristan in general like she snuck out i think and followed him to the elephant tavern yeah, yeah. and so she saw this and i think she yeah she got by Tristan or she's holding on to it I don't know something no, happens no she just knew and then but he saw her yeah he saw that yeah, she was yeah, there because yeah. she's like freaking out yeah and he's like I knew you were there <laughs> bitch <laughs> and yeah there's there is a moment where they have a chat and it's like we have the same goal right now yeah. to remove Michael yeah um oh I because love because she's like you killed my dad and he's like no we didn't no I didn't <laughs> <laughs> but okay go off yeah go off queen <laughs> <laughs> I love the nicknames he gave her though yeah like, I – sometimes I'm not – it depends how I'm feeling on the day when I'm reading. Like, sometimes I don't like the nicknames and sometimes I do. But when he calls her Little Doe, oh, great. Yeah. And But also, I was just like, because he's going to eat you. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a lion analogy, yeah. eating does. 
but I loved how he called it, I don't know how to say it, but it's My Little Liar in French. It's oh, like, yeah, I don't know how to say it. I don't know. Yeah. Hang on, let me get up the Google Translate. Yeah, because oh, every time I saw that, I'm like, yes. Yeah, yeah, like, me petite something. Yeah. Uh, me petite monteuse or something like that. Too. And then, because it never really established what it meant, and then it would say it, and then the next three words would be My Little Liar, and it's like, oh, so good. I really enjoy it. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Ooh, love it. Can I make that a man's voice? <laughs> Put it right next to the microphone. My little liar. Okay, no, that's not what I want. <laughs> I want a man. A manly man. But no, it's also funny because this is in a fake, like not real world, like the Shadowlands, Saxium, yeah. but they'd be like, I've learnt French. Yeah, okay, like, I can't come on. get it. Can't do a man's oh, you can't voice. do it. Can't do a man's voice. Oof. Oof. Google translates discrimination. You love to see it. But yeah, I love that nickname. Yeah. Sarah also has a character named Sheena. Yep. Who is, who is her, like, yeah, like her handmaid. Lady. Her lady. Yeah. I was going to say maid, but I know that wasn't the right word for <laughs> her it. Her handmaiden. Her handmaiden. Yeah. Her lady who um, is also works as her best friend slash support system. Yeah. But always, like, I'm always sus on these characters. Sure. Because, yes. yeah, it's your job to, like, be her friend. Like... And keep an eye on her. Yeah. But yeah. And just, it turns out that she was... Fucking. <laughs> okay, yeah. Fucking <laughs> Edward, which is Tristan's main head guard. Yeah. But like, hot. <laughs> and he's also a rebel. So she, in turn, she is forced she to join the rebel, rebels. Yeah. But which is good because she sneaks in food, or provi- provides food from yeah. the palace to the re- rebels. Yeah. And she so like great. says to Tristan, she's like, if you just told Sarah, like, what you're doing, like... See, why does the third party have to be like, you just should have just told her? Yeah. It's always the third party. Um, and at some point, Tristan tortures Edward because of... Because he, he brings Sheena in to the oh, skull yeah, that's of right. elephant bones yeah. or whatever. Yeah. This is where I liked how Tristan was a bit more merciful compared to Hook. Because Hook yeah. would have killed him. He would have killed him, yeah. Tristan just tortured him. Yeah. And was like, I've got to leave you here for like a day. Yeah, so. like, I'm sorry, bud. And yeah. he's like, it's fair enough. Yeah. Sarah has a, has a personal bodyguard as well. Yes. Timothy. Yes. Ripper. Timon. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah. Where is Pumba then? Paul. Paul oh, the chef. Idiot. <laughs> oh, and that was gay. Yeah, they were lovers. Was, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah, a gay trope, not on, but okay. <gasps> True. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah Timothy dies, right? Timothy does yeah, die Rick. at the yeah. end yeah. In the rebe- for the yeah. rebellion. For the rebellion. No, he protected Sarah. Yeah, rip. It was great. Um, <sighs> There's another one in clock. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> he disappointed in himself. Um, and so, yeah, so Sarah, Sheena is Sarah's handmaiden from her kingdom if you will from the shadowlands yeah shadowlands um, i forget what the places are called i don't yeah. really care about and the places then, um but then she has like two like royal court appointed ladies in wait oh yeah of course yeah, yeah there's ophelia and somebody else yeah ophelia sus immediately i clocked that bitch. i did not clock I that, clocked that bitch <laughs> see because they tried to do the red herring they tried to make you think it was the other one because she was quiet and stern and like a little bit older yeah but i was like no no it's not you i was like i Ophelia, i should bitch. have clocked it when ophelia was being a bit more of a bitch to sarah yeah i think yeah because or she was very intent on following sarah because being her job not to leave sarah kind of alone yeah. or wandering about yeah, I should have clocked on, but I didn't. Yeah. I hate myself. Well, that's a cat in clock on Timon and Pumba. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so who really is the dumbass here between the both of us? Both in our collective shared brain. <laughs> Single brain cell between the two of us. Yeah. So yeah, they so Michael and Sarah are engaged. Yes. They have a dinner and there is a person named Lord Tucken. Takan? Tarkin? I don't know. Yeah, don't know. But he was talking away too soon because he was poisoned by Sarah. <laughs> 
<laughs> because she's like, I need to establish, establish that I can oh, use yeah. this poison that is going to work on Michael. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Because she's also, I don't know if they're, if she was feeling like she needs to act now or if no, I think it's just like a Raph and run. Xander were like, you need to start doing this. I think it was like a bit of both and they needed to make sure that that poison could like work, work or whatever. Yeah. And then like, yeah, Tristan as well clocked straight away that it was her who did it. Like. Yeah. And, but they think it was the rebel king. Mm. So there's a lot of misdirection in terms here. Mm. And so there's a lot of drama with that poisoning. And I think Sarah just gets up and walks away. Cause yeah, I don't know like, if she's yeah. shocked. She, I think she's kind of shocked that she actually killed somebody yeah. as well. Um, and Michael is just losing his shit because you know he's seeing dead daddy everywhere as well. <laughs> dead daddy, <laughs> dead daddy. And then there's this Lord Claudius who runs after. Oh Sarah. yeah, fat oath. I, I hated the scene. Yeah, um, it's very rapey. He was trying. Yeah, very hard. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Lord Claudius tries to assault Sarah, but also Tristan went and followed her because he figured it out that she poisoned yeah. him and whatever. So he's trying to nip it in the bud. Yeah. But then he sees Lord Claudius trying to assault Sarah. But Tristan doesn't see that she's fighting back. So she he doesn't think he, Claudius is assaulting her. He thinks that this is like a consensual yeah, thing. Which like gross. But yeah, and also his mindset is really gross because he's like, he is touching what is mine. Because by this point, he's established that Sarah is his. Yeah. And he, his, he can only touch her or whatever. No one else is allowed to. So he just sees as Claudius touching something that doesn't belong to him which is yeah. a gross mindset but then again he's a villain yeah and so he but obviously in that moment in sarah's point of view yeah she's trying to fight claudius off yeah she's kind of frozen um oh yeah and with tristan like he's not seeing this as like an attack on sarah's dignity yeah. or purity or anything like that he's just yeah he's just really it's a sick mindset to have yeah. but anyway so sarah manages to fight him off yeah. i forget how i think what does she do? oh, she, oh, she doesn't stab him or anything i have a stitch oh, oh. oh no i think tristan like realizes that like she yeah because she gets her knife or whatever i think so she does something to yeah Claudius. she says like touch me again or whatever and, and i think tristan sees that so then oh yeah probably yeah. yeah yeah um and then yeah tristan does follow claudius and then tortures him yeah. and kill, kills ultimately him. kills him uh, Xander was the one who also saw Claudius and Sarah, but he oh. thinks it was there was no ill intent. He yeah. thinks that was yeah. A I think Tristan quickie. saw and was like, but he also had the feel had that mentality of yeah. But I don't think he was like, oh, this is a consensual thing. Yeah, but like no. oh, Xander yeah. was like, yeah. you were like having a quickie. Yeah, having a quickie, and she's like, what the fuck, Xander? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, so they have that moment. Claudius is dead, which is and I think yeah, because Trist- as Tristan was torturing Claudius, he was like talking about how Claudius looked away at all the harassment and the abuse. And that's where I thought this was like a little hitman list he had going on because he'd already killed another person because of that. Anyway, Tristan and Sarah end up having more secret moments together, Mm -hmm. which I love like just sneaking away or like, because sometimes he'd hang out with Simon and she'd just walk up and join. And it's like, it's not a secret moment, but it is a a moment between the two of them. Um, Anyway. There was like a moment, I think towards the end and they were fucking in church Yes. And I was like, they're going to get caught. Like, mm-hmm. I was so scared. And then they didn't. But yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah good. Tristan tells... It's like, hate fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, we love that. Tristan tells a story about how he got his scar. Yes. I also forgot to mention, he likes to paint. He's yes. an artiste. Artiste. He is a tortured artist. <laughs> Calls for us and wishes he was him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Most of us get into the arts because we're just, like, really <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> All right, go off my Disney King. <laughs> Disney King. <laughs> anyway, so Tristan was painting an image with charcoal because that his, is his 
style of choice. Medium. Yes. <laughs> of him and his father. Just yeah. Tristan and his father. And Michael being a bully, he I think he took the painting or he wrecked it or something. I forget the intricate details. But then Tristan attacks Michael because of that. Because, mm. like, you're defending your property. Yeah. I'd, fair enough. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Michael started, like, choking him and all that type of stuff. And... Or no, or Tristan choked Michael, either way, but Michael got the fire poker and sliced him across the eye. Yeah. That's how he got his scar. Yeah. And in that vulnerable moment of storytelling, I think that's when Sarah and Tristan have sex, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Which is fun. I have a story about people destroying my property. Okay. Or using my property. <gasps> Go ahead. So. Call them out. I will. So. First names. Last names. I only know his first name. <laughs> okay. Not anyway, so. I finish up work, as you know, last week. And I left my knives there. I have like a black knife case. Oh, yeah, your knives. Yeah. I have, have you got your knives back? I do have my knives Oh, thank back. God. Anyway, they're in a black knife case. It's got my name on it. And it's three very expensive, very sentimental Japanese knives. I got them when I um, finished my first year apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. So my first year of my apprenticeship, I got them. That is quite a gift, though. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. And they're very expensive. Um, I bought one. But then the others were gifted to me. Anyway, it's still even that one. Anyway, black case. Left it at work because I was sick. I was like, oh my God. I messaged my boss and I said, can you please get them out of the kitchen and just put them at the front desk and I'll come and get them like when I drop James off or whatever. I'm like, they are very sentimental. They are very expensive. Like, please. Yeah, you can't just let any willy nilly person use them because you'll fuck them. Anyway, so I go in this week on Tuesday to drop James off. And they're not at the front desk. And I'm like, where are my knives? And their new chef has started. And I was like, oh, like, where are my knives? And she's like, oh, sorry, I left them in the kitchen. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, they're in the case. I was like, this is what I I was thinking. I was like, that's cool. Like, they're in the case. They're up away from the other, like, I think the chef's using them. I walk in. (laughs) My knife is out of the case on the bench. A travesty. He's used it. (laughs) (laughs) This is so dramatic. Dramatic retelling. <laughs> Graphic audio. <laughs> and I walk in, I just grabbed it and like I washed it and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to take this. And he was like so confused by it. And I was like, Has he met you? No. <laughs> like, I didn't even just random chicks just walked into the kitchen and just taken no, the No, but that's also like a gift for me from someone else. So it's like, to Mac, like from blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I'm just come to get this. Zoom in on the knife on the bench. <laughs> like your eyes twitching yeah. at the moment. I was like, oh, and my knife. knives anyway so i washed everything and i was like oh i've just come to get this and he's like oh oh okay and i was like yeah they're mine i left them here and he's like oh okay just oh okay yeah okay and then he started asking me like all these questions about like the job and stuff and i was like like, have you not spoken to h head office yet and he's like oh no i haven't seen them yet and i was like this place is a nightmare like (laughs) i'm like it is not my job to like inform you of like what you're meant to be doing like i'm happy to help you out but jeez my god anyway So he was using my knife. <laughs> pleb. Absolute pleb. pleb. And I'm just thinking, like... Oh my gosh. She's popping off. I love it. I'm keeping this in. Okay. I was talking to um, my other boss at my waitressing job. Yeah. Because she has the Japanese... She has the same knives. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Yeah. Anyway. And I was telling her, and she was, like, very shocked and offended for me, like, even more so than me. Because she's like, you don't go... It's like, like you don't go into another, like... Say you're an electrician, you don't go into another electrician's like toolbox and just use sure. their tools without asking them. You know, it's sure. like that same thing. It's like these are our tools of our trade. But to be fair, if your boss had put them on the counter outside, he wouldn't have assumed that but he was also, allowed this to is use my them. Thing. I was like, so there's like when you walk in, there's like this jar vase thing, and that's got all like 
the pleb knives in it. <laughs> pleb know? knives. She's, Which getting, she's very an elitist chef here. <laughs> no, but they are also knives that I took in and they're not like professional knives, but like they're yep. sharp and they're good and I've kept them like in good nick. You're willing to donate them yeah, to the Yeah, and center. I'm like, I'm willing to leave these, like these can be the center knives. And then mine were in, so there's the bench. Yeah. And on the bench is like the microwave and then the pleb knives. Yeah. And then above that is a shelf. Okay. And so that's where my knives were, up yep. in the case that zipped up on the shelf. So, like, okay. you would think you would see the pleb knives first. <laughs> Just love how you're calling them pleb knives. <laughs> or, like, you, I feel like you see the case. And yeah, also, yeah. one of my knives is pink. Okay. So it's like, I feel like... You hey, would, he, he might like pink. I know, it's but, okay. like, you would ask, like, oh, hey, like, can I use these knives i reckon he just assumed that anything in there he was yeah. able to use and anyway. so therefore he thought he was able yeah. to i mean use i don't knives. care that much but like, i mean <laughs> given this very dramatic retelling i think you care a lot i just yeah like i don't know i it just i would wouldn't go into someone else's knife case but i think i don't think he's <laughs> chef you didn't have to whisper <laughs> no I, don't, I just don't think he's a call i think he's a cook but i don't think he's had formal training <laughs> Very elitist, very elitist attitude over here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. I love it though. Yeah, speaking of touching something that's not yours. Here's the hot fire poker. <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah, touching things that aren't yours. <laughs> but in this sense, Tristan is objectifying Sarah, which is wrong. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm glad you told that story. Sorry. I loved it. <laughs> no, I loved it. Hope you liked it. I did like it. So yeah, they have a lot of rendezvous moments. Yeah. They're making out, Definitely. eating each other out, <laughs> blowjobs, you know, the, the works. Uncle Raph is getting antsy and Xander's getting antsy because yeah. they, they have their wedding engagement ceremonies and all that type of stuff. Yeah. They've got to try and start assassinating people. They're in a hurry. Yeah, yeah did you clock that Unky Raph? Uncle Raph. No, I just believed that they killed her father. And I was like, fair enough. I didn't uh, know. I was like, I'm like, yes, us. Straight up. I feel like he was being super persistent. Being super persistent about it was really annoying as well. Yeah. But it's like you got to give the girl some time. Yeah, I was like, give the girl time because like if she goes in and starts killing people, like they're gonna be like, hmm. All their relatives suddenly arrived in our kingdom that we don't really know. Yes, and all the people that are associated to her. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So Xander gets kidnapped by the rebels. Chop off his hand and it's delivered. Oh, gross. I mean, Sarah's can, freaking you out. Can live with one hand. That's I fine. mean, sure. If it was you, you'd just want to neck yourself. Me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've established we, We've spoken about this. <laughs> um, so Sarah's quite concerned because Xander is her cousin and her like other real confidant in this world. Mm. She's like, my friend. And this is where like she believes that Sarah's father was killed by the rebels yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't know. I just got that note written down. But then there's this whole revelation, yeah, that Uncle Raph killed her father yes. because she, he wanted her on the throne and yeah, so he, he can have power and influence. to give her, like, the motivation. Yep. Which is really stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Stupendo. And, yeah, this is where I got to the part where I'm like, I really hate this father revenge killing cycle. Anyway. Yes. Does Xander die outright? I forget if he died. I don't think he dies. I'm just going to assume he, okay, he died. Okay, let's say he died. Um, there is also an assassination attempt on Sarah mm-hmm. in which Timothy gets shot. Yes. Rip because, Timothy. Um, Tristan is like, you don't touch her. Like, no one touches her. But then mm. they're like, well, we needed to send a message. Yeah. And then, yeah, she's like, you tried to kill me. Oh, yeah, it was the rebel. Was it the rebels that actually shot her? Yeah, it was the rebels. Oh, because they all think she's, because she's marrying Michael, you know, they got to take her down as well. Yeah. I love this, like, the interconflict. It's like, Tristan told the rebels not to touch Sarah. Yeah. And someone went out of their way to shoot her. Yeah. 
And she even, because she knew Tristan was with the Red Bulls, she thought he was trying to kill her. Mm-hmm. And so they have that little squabble, little heartbreak moment where yes. they can't be together because she can't, they can't trust each other. Yeah. But yeah, Timothy's dead. I really liked their relationship, Timothy and Sarah, because Timothy started out as this mute character, which is ironic because Timon in The Lion King just doesn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> but yeah, but he does end up talking to her every now and then. And like, they just have a fun little relationship dynamic. It's cute. They had good banter. Good vibes. Good vibes. And, you know, he served his duty well to her. Yeah. And she was very, very upset when he died, which is fair enough. And then she catches one night, like, Sheena and Paul kind of, not together together, but, like, uh, I don't know, talking. You wouldn't think these two would, like, know each other. Yeah, communicate with each other. Or interact at all. So she finds that suspicious, so she follows them. And then I think, I don't know where that leads. My notes become really skewed because I was just so into it. I was just forgetting to write notes as we went. They must have... Must be some underground tunnel work happening as well. The rebellion, I think, is starting to kick off at this point. And then, yeah, Tristan is feigning the ill, the madness for Michael, trying to get him to like trust him and everything. And then it is re- officially revealed that Michael killed his father uh-huh. in order to become king. Oh, okay. So yeah, what happened was Tristan and Sarah had a plan the next day to kill Michael. I think they were yes. going to poison him. Yes. And we all, I thought everything was going to go swimmingly. Same. But then. But it doesn't. Yes. But then fucking Ophelia and Michael find out. Fucking bitch. <laughs> Be nice to your servants. <laughs> <laughs> she was nice. Sort yeah, of. yeah, sort of. But yeah, ultimately Michael found out because he had the, a spy, Ophelia, who is also his mistress, I guess. Yeah, she was like, um, I saw you fucking Tristan. I heard you fucking Tristan. I watched you fucking Tristan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're done, bitch. Like, of course I was going to tell his highness. <laughs> Sweet little thing. But now, yeah. yeah, it turns out Michael and Ophelia were fucking. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so Michael ruined that entire plan. He, I think imprisoned sarah yeah because like she thinks because she's like pretending that like tonight's the night that they're gonna fuck yeah and then she's like let's have a glass of oh yeah wine or whatever and she puts poison in one and then he's like no you drink it i love that old switchery switchery, if you're not sure just make them try and drink it but yeah and then the michael also sent people to kidnap or imprison tristan Alrighty, i forget yeah, the sequence of events. I don't know if Tristan was imprisoned or someone released him. Yeah. But anyway. He, no, he re- was imprisoned and then Sarah came and broke him out. No, someone broke him out before Sarah because oh. he started burning the entire place to the ground. Like oh. the, whole, the whole city and oh. palace to the ground because he wanted Sarah to be like a... Slay. Slay. We love it. <laughs> it's very catching fire. Presence snow. Mm. If we burn, you burn with us. Yes, vibe. yes, 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 yes. I love it. And so, yeah, the rebellion is essentially happening. And, yeah, I think there's a sequence where Tristan does rescue her. Um, and they're running through the tunnels. And, I don't know, things happen. I Again, I forget the intricate details of this. But there is a final standoff between Michael and Tristan mm-hmm. on the ledge mm-hmm. under the fiery... Yes. Yeah, fiery ledge, I guess. Yes. It is very reminiscent of yes. Mufasa. Does he say Simba long Vizca. live the king or something? I think so. Yeah, I, I think, think so. Or there, was, there must have been a speech where he said to the rebels, long live the king. Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. But there is that... The re- repetitive dialogue yeah, that and stuff. motif the motif yes of course and so tristan kills michael and it said that like the city took was burning for days yeah because he just burnt the motherfucker to the ground yeah loved it and in true standalone book fashion there's an epilogue yes seven years later yes the city is slowly rebuilding yeah i liked seven years but i guess because it was so that simon was 18 yeah, yeah. so sarah and Tristan are married. Yeah. The king and queen. Mm-hmm. And they had sent Tristan away to like a boarding school. Not Simon. Tristan, Simon. Yeah. Simon, Simon away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
so he could live his life as a kid. Yeah. Oh, also, I forgot to mention, there were moments in the book where Simon would come to Tristan being like, I'm being bullied, what's advice, oh, yeah. blah, 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 and then Tristan would help him out. Yeah. And he calls him Little Tiger. Yeah. He's so cute. Oh, Jesus. Seven years later, I got annoyed that they pretty much deferred their leadership to Simon. It's like, you... F- or you, yeah, no. You but like, I guess like, I'd be more angry if it was like three years later. Like they had sure. seven years. I know, but like the I was angry was that they didn't have kids. <laughs> yeah, maybe because they knew they wanted Simon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just annoyed that because you know the city was rebuilding. It's like yeah, and it's like you, your you people, wanna... like you thought that like these people rose up and supported you. Yeah, in your like in your conquest. name. <laughs> yeah, in your royal yeah, honor and now you're just like okay he's the true king he's like, the bastard son of michael who yeah, we killed yeah um, i suppose in a way they kind of adopted him yeah and yeah i think i don't i think paul's still alive sheena and edward are probably still alive fucking yeah yeah it said that they they were expecting another child or something probably yeah, yeah. their second child yeah in- crazy yeah but no, and then the end yeah yeah my last line was what the fuck was the point <laughs> 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 I liked I liked it and I didn't like the ending. But yeah, like yeah. yeah. I mean in Lion King fashion, Simba becomes yeah. king so it had to happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. should we have we done reviews? Oh we haven't done the reviews yet. I have I think I have a name for the little segment. Okay. I don't know how like cringe it is. I'm gonna call it stargazing. Okay. Because we're looking at stars. Yeah, the, the different star ratings. Alright, so we've introduced a new segment last week where we both are going to read fun one-star reviews from Goodreads and a fun five-star review from Goodreads. Okay. We're going to start with the one-star first because we want to end on a positive note. I'm starting to think if it kicks off, we can like be like, DM us your one-star, your yeah. five-star. Yeah. Again, I don't think we've searched too far into Goodreads for these reviews, so you yeah. can probably easily see them. Alright, my one-star review. This person says, I don't get it. Why did this book make me cringe so many times? I enjoyed Hooked and thought this might be good too, seeing how everyone was raving about it. And now I'm done and I just don't get it. The idea got me really excited and it sounded promising, but after the first 30%, I was already bored. And by the 50%, I basically powered through just because. There's no chemistry between the two MC, the dialogues and description of emotions don't feel organic, and the god complex of the villain gets old very quickly. Can't recommend this one. Fair, valid. And, like, yeah. these are all valid, yeah. you know. I, mine is just, I don't think I'm a dark romance type of girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, no context. It. Like, <laughs> She's like, I'm done. Yeah, I love like, it. I'm done. <laughs> That's valid. I love it. All right, okay. five star for me. I loved Hooked, but this was even better. Perfection. My knees are ashy and cracked and bruised for Tristan. The tension. All those secret times together. Like, I don't know how to describe this emoji, but, like... Anyway, it's like unbearable emoji, you know? Yeah. I was eating all of it up. The way he was ready to kill anyone for even looking at her, like, sign me the fuck up. And I have to say, Sarah was an amazing FMC. Loved everything about her. So, in conclusion, I want Tristan to mark me with a lion tattoo (laughs) using his mouth. Ooh, love that. And your five-star review, Kenzie. I don't know what the fuck Miss Emily McIntyre puts in her books, but she has me by the throat. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Love it. (laughs) Love it. So, yeah. Do you like the segment that we've? Yes, I do. Good. Yeah, it's fun. Cool. Because I, I know, I thought about it. I thought that would be such a cool thing to do. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Do you like the idea of calling it stargazing? Yes, I like that. Okay, cool. Because I was, I was thinking of like written in the stars or something like that, but like it was so silly. Yeah, maybe no stargazing that's our segment and that concludes this week's episode of letterbox book club thank you for listening everyone 
thank you for listening stay safe stay safe happy <laughs> coronation <laughs> happy king's coronation good old charles yeah. old mate we hope we get a day off <laughs> we, it's on a saturday for us i don't think it's well, how it works can we not observe it on the monday <laughs> i don't know hey, hey you bring it up with mr daddy andrews okay we'll do <laughs> follow us on instagram best place to check us out link in the bio mm-hmm. of instagram also on Facebook, not Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. No one cares about that. Spotify, <laughs> YouTube, etc. Check us out next week for Throttled. Yes. Which is a vroom Formula vroom. One. Vroom vroom. Yeah. I never knew Kenzie. Kenzie recommended it. And I never thought she'd be a race car girl. But here we are. Here we are. The more we know. I've known her pretty much most a of my life. Shout out. But yeah, catch us all next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye.